welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. Very quickly, I'd like us to open our Bible to Acts chapter number 2. It's going to be a long reading from verse number 1 to 15. I will be very fast and if need be, I'm going to jump some verses because this is a portion of scripture that we are very familiar with. Are we there? The Bible says from verse 1, it says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And they were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven, and when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone had them speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? Persians and Medes and Elimites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontius and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya, adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what could this mean? Others mocking said, they were all full of new wine. They are all full of new wine. Praise God. He said, but Peter standing up with the eleven raised his voice and said to them, men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words, for these are not drunk as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. Praise God. Very quickly, like us to Look at Colossians chapter number 12. Sorry, not Colossians. Romans chapter 8 from verse 18 to 21. It said, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Hallelujah. The glorious liberty of the children of God. The song that we just sang talked about new freedom. 
that where there is new wine, there will be new power and there will be new freedom. And here the Bible is talking about something called the bondage of corruption that would not allow the children of God to find expression and to walk in the reality of the glorious liberty of the children of God. Praise God. Now as a ministry globally, we are exploring the new creation realities. But as a local assembly here in Kingswood International Portacot, we are zeroing in on the new wine, how it bets the new creation reality and the new creation experience. Praise God. So what it means is that without the new wine, we cannot walk in the experience of the new creation. The new wine is what makes it possible for us as children of God to have the new creation experience. We will be denied that experience. We will only just be Christians and churchgoers and people of God without having the experience that characterize, that distinguish the new creation of God if we do not have the new wine. Praise God. So if we must have the reality of the new creation, if our life must be characterized with the experiences of the new creation, then it is very important that we have the new wine inside of us. Praise God. I'm sure somebody wants to have the new creation experience in the house here. I'm sure somebody wants to walk in the reality of the new creation. But how is that going to be possible? It's going to only be possible when you have the new wine. Now let the desperation to want to walk in the realities of the new creation have known that it is only possible or made possible by the new wine. Let not the desperation push you out to a wine shop to go and look for wine that you may have the new creation realities. Praise God. Are we together? So somebody may be wondering, okay, okay, new wine is what is required for us to have the new creation experience. So this new wine, where is it gotten from? Praise God. So what is the new wine? As I study God's word and I meditate, I discovered from the passages of scripture that the new wine is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is the embodiment of the new wine. In so many places in scriptures, media, you will help me. The Bible likens the Holy Spirit to the wine. Praise God. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18, Paul said, Do not be drunk with wine wherein is excess. But what? But be filled with the Holy Spirit. So Paul made a comparison between wine and the Holy Spirit. So it goes to say that the new wine we are talking about is the, in the person of the Holy Spirit. So if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, you have the new wine, and by extension, 
you have what it takes to walk in the reality of the new creation. Praise God. Can we have First Corinthians 12 verse 13? Another scripture that will add flesh to that truth that indeed the Holy Spirit of God is the new wine. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 13. It says, for by one spirit we were all baptized into one body whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free and all and have all been made to drink into one spirit. This is the new King James version. He said, and we have all been made to drink into one spirit. But let's look at another translation. Let's look at the Amplified Bible, verse 13 of First Corinthians chapter 12. He said, for, but, for by one Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, spiritually transformed, united together, whether Jews or Greeks, Gentiles, slaves or free. And we were all made to drink of one Holy Spirit. Praise God. If you also look at the New International Version, it said, for we were all baptized by one Spirit as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free. And we were all given the one Spirit to drink. So all of this scripture is telling you that the Holy Spirit of God is the new wine. And what do you do with it? You drink it. Hallelujah. You drink it. Praise God. So, it is not possible to have the new creation experience if you do not have the new wine. That's the first point I want to establish this morning. The new creation realities, the new creation experience, which God desires for every one of us. The scripture where we read talks about the glorious liberty of the children of God. He said that even creation shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. There is something called the liberty of the children of God where there is freedom. God wants us to find expression and not have any limitation. That was the plan of God from the very beginning. That man will walk in a reality that is extraterrestrial. It will walk in a reality that is out of this world. Praise God. But something happened. In the wake of the fall of man in the garden of Eden. Man lost that reality. Praise God. You agree with me? The Bible says that Adam gave name to all the creations of God. And I come to know that there are creations of God that lives in the water. How was Adam able to go down the ocean to give name to all of these creations? He walked in a reality that could not be limited by nature. The Bible calls it the bondage of corruption. Something that will not allow you to explore your spiritual capacity. Something that will not allow you something natural. Something earthly. Something that has to do with the earth realm. That will not allow you to explore the possibilities and the capacities of the spirit. That is the bondage of corruption. 
that took hold of man after the fall and he could no longer exercise dominion he could no longer walk in that reality and that possibility where he will not be sick where he will not be poor where he cannot be defeated where he cannot die mortality took a hold of man and deny him of what God intended for him from the very beginning and that's what gave precedence to the concept of the new creation God was like no this isn't the thoughts that I had for man that he would be defeated that he will fall sick that he will die that he will struggle those became the reality of the man after the fall but that was not the original plan of God so God is going to bring Jesus to accentuate another pathway that will enable man to walk in that original reality praise God so that's what God did by sending Jesus to us so that we can walk in that higher reality and the scripture calls it the glorious liberty of the children of God where there is no attack of the enemy it is not possible where no forces of life can hold you down where you cannot be sick that is the that is the new creation reality so when we talk about the new creation reality these are the things we're talking about we're talking about having a circumstance a prevailing circumstance that is that is free of sickness diseases lack one's poverty that's the experience. That is the reality of the new creation. That is the reality of the new man. So these higher realities are supernatural possibilities that God made for man to enjoy despite living in a body in a natural world. Third John 2, he said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. That is the reality of the new creation. And be in health even as your soul prospereth. But what are we seeing? We are seeing something different. And in this month, what we are trusting God for is the grace to enjoy and keep enjoying only that reality of the new creation. And that will be our portion this season going forward in the name of Jesus. So only the Holy Spirit, who is the new wine, is the only guarantee to experiencing this reality. The Holy Spirit is the only guarantee to enjoying the glorious liberty of the children of God where there are no limitations, where nothing can hold us down, where nothing that realm, where, where there is no lack, that realm where there is all-round possibility, that realm where there is no attack of the enemy, that realm where everything is possible. There is truly such a realm and the reason why God gave us the Holy Spirit is so that we can function in that reality. Praise God. Let's quickly look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13. Media, you'll be fast with me. Ephesians chapter number 1 verse 13. Ephesians 1 13. Just want to look at some scriptures that will support what I'm saying so that I will not go out of line. That the Holy Spirit guarantees the new creation reality. Praise God. 
Ephesians 1 13. He said, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Next verse. He said, Which is the earnest of our inheritance. So we have an inheritance. We have an inheritance. That inheritance talks about this reality. We have an inheritance. We have a reality. And that is the reason the Holy Spirit has been given. He is the earnest. Another version will say he is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Praise God. So we see in that verse of scripture that the Holy Spirit has been given to guarantee our ability to experience the new creation reality. 2 Corinthians 5 4. 2 Corinthians 5 4. So, do you have the Holy Spirit and you are not walking in this reality? Tell somebody, don't waste the wine. Don't spill the wine. Hallelujah. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 4. He said, For we that are in this tent, this tabernacle, do groan, being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. That word mortality is talking about that thing that is of this realm that will not allow us to have the new creation experience. So, mortality is a term to describe the circumstances that is opposite and contrary to the new creation experience. It says so that mortality might be swallowed up of life. That life is talking about the circumstance of the new creation. It's talking about the, the realities of the new creation. It said mortality might be swallowed up of life. Praise God. Next verse. Next verse. It said now he that hath wrought us for the self same thing is God who has done what? Who has also given unto us the earnest of the spirit. Another translation will say a guarantee. That word, everywhere you see that word earnest of the spirit. It is because of this provision to walk in a realm that is contrary to mortality that the Holy Spirit has been given to you to guarantee that it is possible. That means if you have the Holy Spirit in you then you have what it takes to cross from mortality into immortality and have an experience that is different from what is normal, what everybody experiences. Praise God. So you are not just giving the Holy Spirit to be seated inside of you. The Holy Spirit, just like when you... I, I, I walked once in a loan house where we give soft loans to people to do business. And one of the requirements to accessing that loan when you come forward to get a loan from us is that we we'll ask you to provide a guarantor. Someone to guarantee you before the loan is given to you. Now what that thing represents is that if you default, the guarantor will be held responsible. And there are qualifications that a guarantor should have. To appoint somebody as a guarantor, it means that if you should default, that guarantor has the capacity to cover you up. Are we together? So the Holy Spirit is our guarantor. Praise God. 
He's our guarantor. That means that walking in this possibility, in this reality, is, is sealed because it cannot fail because you have the Holy Spirit as your guarantor. He is there to guarantee that this thing is possible. I am here for this reason that you may walk in this higher reality. Praise God. So, so far, I have said that it is not possible to walk or have the experience of the new creation if you do not have the new wine. And I have also said that who is this new wine? The new wine is the Holy Spirit. So, in a nutshell, if you have the new wine, who is the Holy Spirit, you have what it takes to have the new creation experience. Praise God. But let me shock you a little. <laughs> Praise God. It is not enough to walk in the new creation reality simply because you have the Holy Spirit. Have I shocked you now? Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, having the Holy Spirit is one thing and walking in the new creation reality is another thing. Praise God. That means it is possible as a Christian that you can have the Holy Spirit inside of you but then you will not experience the new creation reality. So, where do we go from here? We seem to be helpless. Are you as confused as I am? What do we need to do? Two things very quickly that will help us to walk in the reality of the new creation just aside having the Holy Spirit. One, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. Is somebody confused? Is somebody confused? So what I'm saying is that it is one thing to have the Holy Spirit and another thing to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Have I cleared the confusion? Or somebody is still confused? Somebody is still confused. Let me clear you. The moment you give your life to Christ and surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, His Spirit, who is the Holy Spirit, comes to residence in you and live inside of you. That is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. It is different from the infilling of the Holy Spirit. The baptism or the indwelling of the Holy Spirit is a one-time thing. It's one-off. Once you give your life to Christ and you receive the Holy Spirit, it lives inside of you. But that will not enable you to have the new creation experience. What will help you or help you to have the new creation experience is the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Paul spoke in, in, in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 where we, where we looked at earlier. He told them, he said, do not be drunk with wine wherein is excess, but what? Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now he was talking to a people who have already received the Holy Spirit. So if, being, if having the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Holy Spirit is the same thing, there wouldn't have been need for Paul to talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit to a people who have already received the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2. 
So why these realities are far from us is because though we have the Holy Spirit, but we lack the infilling. Praise God. So going forward, we must crave and pay attention to all that it means to have the infilling of the Holy Spirit. The infilling is a repeated occurrence. It happens over and over and over and over again. Praise God. You must be filled. Now Paul likens it to drunkenness. So it is one thing to take a sip of a wine is another thing to drink to stupor. Now when someone is drunk, heavily under the influence of alcohol or a drug, when someone is intoxicated, you see the person begins to do things that with clear eyes he cannot do. So what Paul is saying is that there are realities you cannot walk in if you have clear eyes. You must be intoxicated. You must be intoxicated. So it is not enough for a believer to have the Holy Spirit. It is fine to have him, but you will be denied certain experiences if you are not intoxicated. Tell somebody, get drunk. Say, get drunk in the Holy Ghost. Don't just take a sip. Get drunk. You see, when you get drunk, you come under the influence of something that is outside of you. You behave abnormally. In Mark chapter 5, the Bible told us of a man who was possessed with an unclean spirit, with a demon. And when you read that passage of scripture, the Bible specifically mentioned some things that is inhuman to do that that demon possessed man was doing. He had a reality by reason of what was controlling him, what he was intoxicated with, that even you with clear eyes can do. I am very sure that if that guy, that demon possessed guy was himself, the Bible says that the shackles, the chains that were used to bind him, the fetters, he broke them. Can you do that? Can that be your reality? He cannot. But by reason of an unclean spirit that he was intoxicated with, he was able to walk in that reality where chains could break from his hands. Where the shackles could break because he was intoxicated. We are missing a lot in Christendom simply because we are not getting intoxicated. Now look at the reality of that madman. Look at that reality. Have you not wondered why mad people they sleep at dumb sites, eat from dumb sites and not even malaria. Have, have you considered it? You cannot be in the situation that certain mad people used to get into and you will survive. Do you agree with me? They will pick from the gutter, they will pick from the ground and they eat. And they are healthy and fine. What reality is that? Something, they are under the control of something. And that's what God wants for us as the new creation of God in Christ. To get under the control of the new wine so much that we begin to have this reality. I've heard of believers who come to testify, I can never be sick. 
some of them will say from 15, 20 years ago I've never taken paracetamol I don't know if you have heard it and you'll be wondering these are Christians just like you they have the Holy Spirit just like you have why are they having a different reality from you the answer is that brother, sister you have the Holy Spirit but you're not intoxicated so going forward we need to be intoxicated not just be Christians and churchgoers who have the Holy Spirit we must function in these higher realities by being drunk or intoxicated the life of Jesus was marked with miracles signs and wonders things that are non-human Jesus did them why? because he was intoxicated a normal human being walking on water is that normal? it is a higher reality and that's what God has provided for us to have Jesus was able though being God he was able to walk in that reality because he was intoxicated with the Holy Spirit he didn't just have him that came upon him in the, in the wake of the baptism at Jordan he kept receiving the infilling of the Holy Spirit how was he able to do that that's one of the things I intend mentioning to us that one way we can provoke the infilling of the Holy Spirit is by giving ourselves to constant prayers look at Jesus being God having all the power the Bible says he will wake up early morning before dawn and he will go into a solitary place and he will give himself to prayer talk true if you were Jesus will you even bother to pray pride go even allow you pray you pray for what now you are God despite being God he needed to pray to have fresh outpouring of grace upon him fresh outpouring of the spirit fresh intoxication highness highness so that he can walk in that reality and we also saw in the life of the disciples of Jesus that prior to the time they received both the baptism and the infilling in that passage of scripture where we read in Acts chapter 2 there were no there were nothing about them that speaks of this reality it was after the Holy Spirit came that's why that book is called the book of Acts they call it Acts because a lot of things happen that is different from the reality of the normal human being that's why it's called the book of Acts and the, 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 the Acts the climax of that experience is the Holy Ghost praise God the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Now, if we look at the Old Testament, you will see also certain people who had the infilling of the Holy Spirit do things that is different to the reality of the normal human being. Take, for instance, Samson. We know the story of Samson very well. The Bible specifically in Judges chapter 14, verse 6 and 19, and verse 14, and chapter 15 and 14, the Bible talks about things that Samson did that is not the reality of a human being. And the Bible specifically mentioned, you see, and the Spirit of God came upon him. And then he went to Askelon and 
all by himself, a single man, killed is it 30,000 or 30 people. Praise God. It's only a movie that thing happens. You will see Jet Li will stay here and as he's fighting this one and fighting this one, other persons will stand. After this one, now for that's when the next thing will come. That does not happen anywhere. If you're fighting, it can only happen in movie. It will look like you can defeat everybody. If all those guys come at you one time, you will run for your life. <laughs> so it's only in movies, you will see this one will come and look. When that one falls, the next person will not carry the spare and come. Now, film tree, if all those people gather, if they follow that guy, the same time, he will take to his heels. And that's what happens to Samson. All the people they gather, 30 people. And then, it was not like the film of Jet Li, where they would come one after the other. He was beclouded, yet he defeated every one of them. And the Bible, for emphasis, would tell us that it is because of the infilling of the Holy Spirit that came upon him that made it possible for him to walk in that reality. It is my desire and it is my prayer that as a church, we will launch into this reality in the name of Jesus. From today, we will not be satisfied with just having the Holy Spirit of God residence in us, but we will seek to be drunk. We will seek to get intoxicated. We will seek to get high in the name of Jesus. Highness is allowed only when it has to do with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. You know, it is similar to what they call adrenaline secretion in, in science. Do we have science students in the house? You know, there is something called a gland in the body of a human being. You know, it's called an adrenal gland. What that gland does, it secretes a chemical substance called adrenaline. You know, at those instances, those times where, you know, you are frightened, maybe all of a sudden, you just, somebody said, turn your back, oh, and you just turn your back and you saw a lion that is just a stone throw from where you're standing that want to devour you. What happened? You get frightened. In that state, God has given you something naturally, that, that, that one is naturally, to help you escape that. That is called an adrenal gland. Now when it secretes adrenaline, on a normal day, you cannot jump this fence. But as that thing gets secreted, ha, you will jump that fence and you will be asking whether you are the one that did that because adrenaline was secreted. Now it can only be limited to a very small reality as jumping a fence. But when it stretches beyond that which is natural into the supernatural, it requires the adrenaline of the Holy Spirit. The new wine, praise God. So let's pay attention to these things as we trust God to have an experience that is different. It is sickening that we are children of God and certain, certain things will happen to us. Certain things will tie us down. We cannot walk you know, in the liberty of the children of God. Isn't, can't we be just sickness free? God has made that available. But there is something we must do 
to accentuate that reality. Praise God. So we talked about the first thing that you must be filled if you want to have this new creation experience. Now to enhance getting filled, you must give yourself to prayer. You must give yourself to study. You must give yourself to fasting. We saw Jesus did that. And you must give yourself to fellowship. These are things you must consciously do. Do not be comfortable with just being a Christian that goes to church. Up your game. Because there is something. Be serious with God. Be intentional with your work with God. Be serious. There is the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you. But then you need to get high. You need to be constantly filled. To walk in this reality. So these things that I mentioned, they are going to help us to stir up the deposit of God in us, bringing us to that state of highness where this reality becomes a natural thing for every one of us. It is my prayer that the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. My second point is that to have a new creation experience, you must upgrade your wine skin. Tell somebody upgrade your wine skin. Because the new wine like we know from the book of Luke, from the book of Mark, from the book of Matthew, he said you do not put a new wine into an old wine skin. So, to have the new creation experience, we must upgrade our wine skin. That wine skin by research, I discovered it has to do with the environment where the wine is going to be. That environment is your mental environment. It's your mind environment. Some of us surround ourselves with some, some ideas, some, some mindsets that is so archaic. Some of us even coming to church, we even feel we are doing somebody a favor. Some mindset that I don't know where it comes from. Some mindset of not committing. Some mindset that is devilish. Some people think that if you tell them to do something in church or they are doing something in church, they, they are doing somebody a favor. What kind of mindset is that? Those mindset is still what will make some people not to pray. Not to be serious with God. Because they feel ah, you are being too spiritual. How can you be too spiritual? You are a spirit. You are a spirit that is having a physical expression. So what do you mean when you say he's being too spiritual? Be too spiritual oh, because you are a spirit. So we must upgrade our wine skin. We must upgrade our mindset. Praise God. Let's look at Romans chapter 8 from verse 1 to 8. Media help us. Romans chapter 8 from verse 1 to 8. He said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Next verse. 
For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made us free from the law of sin and death. Next verse. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent in his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. Next verse. He said that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Next verse. He said for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit do mind the things of the flesh. Next verse. He said for to be carnally minded is death. That means being locked up in the web of carnality. When your mind produces carnality, when you cannot be spiritual, it breeds death. That word death is talking about mortality. That thing that is contrary to the expression of the new creation. That reality that is different from the reality of the new creation. How does it come about? By being carnally minded. He said, but to be spiritually minded is the reality of the new creation. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Is the liberty of the children of God. To be spiritually minded. So the new wine skin that must receive the new wine is a spiritual mindset. That is what Jesus was trying to disabuse in Matthew when he talked about this parable of the wine and the wine skin. The, 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 the disciples of John and the disciples of the Pharisees they were bothered that Jesus the disciples of Jesus are not fasting. Religiously they had that mindset. Why, why should they not fast? There was something promised in this dispensation of the New Testament which is the Holy Spirit that Joel, Prophet Joel spoke about that was going to be and everything was geared towards that. Remember the Bible said that the Holy Spirit would not come until Jesus has been glorified. But then he was going to come. Jesus now had to tell them. With this mindset that you people have. This religiosity that you people have. You cannot receive the new wine. This wine skin that you have cannot receive the new wine. So every moment we must put effort to ensure that we are spiritually minded. We must be spiritually minded. It's beyond you and what you want to do and what you are used to. It's about what the spirit of God is doing. You must be spiritually minded. That they talk to me like this and they talk because of what they did. I am, was annoyed and I'm not going to be part of the workforce. I'm not going to be part of this again. You are, you are being carnally minded. And it will deny you expression. It will not allow you to have the reality of the new creation. Be spiritually minded. Look beyond yourself. And align with what the spirit of God is doing. The mind. The mind. 
must be upgraded. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2. He said, for if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Next verse. It says, set your affection. Another translation said, your mind on things above, not things on the earth. That means where your mind is determines what reality you function in. So if the reality of the new creation will be our reality, we need to upgrade our mind. Romans 12 will say, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. What is that transformation? It simply means be transported from the reality of the old man into the reality of the new man. There is a role upgrading your mind has to play where that possibility is concerned. So this morning, I want to charge us as a church. There is a new face that is upon us. Every one of us must be intentional with our walk with God. Let us not do religion. Let us be serious. Let us seek to be filled always, always, that we may partake of this divine inheritance. Let us seek to upgrade our mind. Push away anything that will not allow you to be spiritually minded. Monitor yourself, supervise yourself and watch out for when you are just being carnal. If I come by this time, I will be, I will be so early. What, what is that? Am I the one that will start the service? Upgrade your mind. Upgrade your wineskin. Hallelujah. Let's just rise to our feet this morning. Even as we ask for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Like I said, it is a repeated occurrence that will happen again and again and again. You will hear in the book of Acts when the Bible will talk that as they did this and they did it, the Holy Spirit came upon the same people who have received it before. So the consistency in which the miracles, the signs and wonders were happening, the consistency with which the, re the reality was being expressed was because there was always an infilling, an infilling, an infilling, an infilling. So I'd like us to just lift up your voice this morning and say, Father, fill me up, fill me up. Fill me afresh with your spirit. Fill me afresh with your spirit. I want to run over. There is a song that says, Fill me up till I overflow. I want to run over. I want to help me. Fill me up. Fill me up. Oh God. Till I Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you.
for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.